the fear that's what everyone's feeling or that's the vibe that I feel like a ton of people are giving off and it's the fear that you're not going to have anything I'm not even going to talk about the toilet paper stuff um but what what's even the angle here like what is the big thing what is the fear and where's the fear coming from because I think ultimately that's what everyone's feeling hey everybody and welcome back to the show so I don't even know how to start this episode. I don't even really know what to say. But what I decided I would do is just get on here and just talk about how I'm feeling, how I'm coping with all the changes that are going on right now, and just share some of the things that I think are truly working for me right now. And let's just go from there. Before I jump into the episode and a couple of things I wanted to talk about, I wanted to continue to hold space to support others. And there's a couple people out there right now that I really, really look up to who have free pop-up Facebook communities that are supporting this whole idea of navigating the quarantine and homeschooling and working from home at the same time. I will be pretty honest with you. A lot of people are like, oh, it's a great time to get some of those extra projects done. It's a great time to be creative. I personally don't feel creative at all right now. I don't feel fear at this moment. I felt a ton of anxiety over the weekend. Right now, I would say the biggest thing I'm struggling with is overwhelm and the overwhelm of not having any personal space Not that I don't love my kids and my family, but just really not having, I'm not used to that, right? Working all the time. I'm just not used to having to create and produce at the level I'm used to producing at for my job without having any kind of personal space. Um, But more important than that, like my mom guilt is definitely kicking up because I feel guilty because I can hear my oldest kid homeschooling my youngest kid. Now he is getting paid. He is very money motivated. He's saving up for something big. And he is a godsend right now. Like, literally, I would not be surviving this without him and my husband. They are really, really stepping up and managing a lot of things in the house so that I can continue to work from home and create at the pace I need to. But it's just been fucking crazy. So hopefully, as you know, the week <laughs> weeks go on, I'll learn how to manage that a little bit better. I wouldn't say like it's totally crazy. It's just shifting and getting used to a new style of things. But I also will have to admit we are in a pretty good rhythm. And I think both days so far have been super successful, but it's just different, right? And it's just, this is my own internal story that I'm telling myself about being overwhelmed and things like that. So that's exactly why I'm on the podcast talking about it today. But Three amazing groups who I know are helping out in this exact space, um, all entrepreneurs or business women who are, have been thrown into working from home and managing their kids in their house. And I know there's a lot of funny shit on the internet right now about this, but if you are looking for a little extra help or just little tips, I have found like the simplest tips are really helping me here. Um, but there is a These are all private Facebook groups. So one is called Raise Your Vibe. That's by Amanda Walker. Her angle is a little bit more about healthy foods and getting the kids in the kitchen and things like that. But check her out. She's amazing. The other one is Homeschool and Working from Home Family Support. That's Heather Chauvin. She 
is having a lot of other people come on there and do live Q&As and different things like that. But it's really all about homeschool strategies and managing the time and how you can work from home. Another really, really awesome group. Another one of my faves. And then Kristen Swanson, she has a group called Accountability, Productivity, and Connection. So all about connecting and asking for what we need while we're trying to be accountable and productive at the same time. And really enjoying the downtime that we have with our kids and the extra time, but also balancing the productivity, which is key. And, you know, I think that's also where I would say like some of my mom guilt is kicking up because I am thoroughly fucking enjoying the extra time with them. Like lunch breaks with them have been amazing. And I think that's why it's kind of hard to switch back into gear. But knowing that I have to do certain things or get on phone calls and things like that, it's just a little bit harder than usual to be motivated because you're in a completely different um, space and environment, an environment that you might usually associate with well, home. <laughs> so it's just different. Even though I have a private space, like I'm sure most of you do to work still. Anyways, so I was really, really thinking about this a lot, obviously, lately. And I was just doing like some research and some thinking. And I was like, what? What's even the angle here? Like, what is the big thing? What is the fear? And where's the fear coming from? Because I think ultimately, that's what everyone's feeling or that's the vibe that I feel like a ton of people are giving off and it's the fear that you're not going to have anything I'm not even going to talk about the toilet paper stuff um, but it's that fear of like you're going to run out of something the hoarding all of that right so what's the opposite of fear how do we manage this so after some googling some research some thinking obviously messaging some of my really good friends we decided that the opposite of fear is acceptance and it's accepting the present moment as it is so I want you to sit in this moment as you are listening to this podcast and remind yourself that in this moment you are safe and you have nothing and nowhere else to be but where you are and in this present moment as it is, look around you. You're surrounded by your loved ones. You probably have plenty of food and water. You might even have been to the ABC store, but I can probably guarantee that in this present moment, you are actually not needing or lacking for anything, especially love, because you are probably surrounded by the people that matter to you most. So if you try to shift that mindset from fear to acceptance, and really focus on that present moment and what's actually happening in that exact moment. If you're sitting on your couch or if you're cleaning or maybe you're working and listening to the podcast at that time in this present moment physically, you're safe and there's actually nothing wrong. So try to start shifting your mindset to accepting only the present moment and stop being undone by the fear, the what ifs, the anxiety of what could be, when in reality, no one knows what could be. So we have to just move towards really just accepting the present moment. And if you've been enjoying this podcast at all over the last couple months, I know that one of your goals, just like mine, is to continue to be in the present moment. It's something that we're all striving for all the time. And just like Eckhart Tolle always says, if you feel fear or anxiety or sadness, that means you're not in the present moment because chances are in that present moment, none of those things should exist. So just think about that for a second. 
the opposite of fear is acceptance. And fear is the only thing that can undo us, that can really unravel us. So we need to really lean into each other for support and trust each other and trust that whatever you do feel, that you have a safe place to share it and move that energy off of you so you can get to a place of acceptance. And that's how we're going to keep each other lifted during uncertain times. So all that said, the three things I think that are keeping me half sane, (laughs) I'm joking, the three things that have really, really been working for me, and if you're in the private Facebook group, um, you've seen me post this, is we put together a super special stay-at-home schedule. Um, I'm sure you've seen plenty of ones going around on the internet. Some are real, some are funny (laughs) about what it's like to work from home with kids, But that schedule, just writing it out and posting it on the wall, has helped us out tremendously as a family. And it helps me as well because it helps guide me on like, okay, this is what time I'm going to get up and create a little bit of space for myself, prep for my day, mentally, physically, you know, emotionally, meditating, working out, you know, brain dumping all the things I need need to and or want to accomplish in the day and getting my mind totally right before my kids wake up. And then once they wake up, they have some free time, but it also empowers them to go look at the schedule. So they don't have to keep coming to me asking me, what should they be doing? What can they be doing? Because on that schedule, we wrote out in time chunk blocks, everything they're supposed to be doing. And of course, they have a ton of homework, like most of the schools have sent home, but they know when they're supposed to be doing their homework, when they're supposed to be playing outside for fresh air, when they're supposed to be eating, when they're allowed to take a break. Obviously, I take some of those breaks with them, but it has really empowered them. Even like They're like obsessed with it now. Even my six-year-old, who's usually the one that pushes back on me the most about any kind of structure, has thoroughly enjoyed it. So I highly recommend that if you guys haven't already. Just do a mock schedule. Know that there's flexibility in it and know that you can change it day to day. But just having guiding principles or, you know, guardrails has really, really helped. It's helped all of us tremendously. The next thing on my list, stop the fucking scroll. Stop scrolling on social media for endless hours. Seriously. Social distancing means social media distancing as well. I noticed over the weekend, I spent so much time fucking scrolling Instagram, Facebook, even Google, and just like scrolling through articles. And my anxiety was rising and rising and rising all weekend. And my husband was like, you need to calm down. Like, why are you so amped up? And I was like, I don't even know. And I not even really don't feel that much fear. So like, why am I? so amped up but there is an emotional tone and a community fear that's out there and you will just absorb that energy you're not going to be able to help it also like media is really good at that it's really good at getting a reaction right and people are just out there putting out their shit and I really really recommend at this time to pull back from it maybe only look up people you know that make you feel good or if you want something funny like I'm real big into funny stuff just seek out the things you need to seek out I promise you if something's closing in your area or things are getting really serious you will know somebody will tell you you don't have to spend eight hours a day scrolling through social media okay I promise it literally has changed 
like how I view everything. So once Monday hit and I was busy doing homeschool and working from home, I virtually didn't have any time to get on social media. And even though I felt like a little pulled in the balance act of that, I felt a hundred times better than I did over the weekend when I was spending endless amounts of time just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. So that's probably my biggest tip outside of the schedule is stop the scroll. If you do follow me on social, you saw today, I literally put that, it's like the only post I think I did today was like, stop the scroll and listen to your favorite podcaster. Podcasts are amazing. Obviously, I'm partial to them, but I tagged like 20 podcasts that I love, all people that are amazing information about shifting your mindset, motivational, inspirational, whatever. Some of them are more serious than others. Some are funny. Check them out. I mean, literally, if you feel like you have extra time on your hands, listen to a podcast. Do not scroll social media. Seriously, I was texting one of my friends and I was like, oh, thanks for sending me this meditation. I just did it and it was great. And Siri literally auto-corrected meditation to media ration. And I know this sounds crazy, but I was like, that's my sign. Stay off of the fucking social media and media in general. Ration that shit or you will drive yourself insane. And last but not least, be grateful Be grateful for what you do have. Be grateful for your current safety. Be grateful for your opportunities of working at home. And every night, reflect or every morning, reflect on three to five things you are grateful for. I challenge you to write them down. I encourage you because if you really focus on what you're truly grateful on each day, maybe it's an opportunity to spend more time with your family. I'm truly grateful to not fucking commute for two weeks. Like, really excited about that. But seriously, there's so many things to really be grateful for in each day if you create those moments and you focus on those moments. And the more you focus on those moments, the easier it is to accept whatever situation you're currently in, and then it makes it easier to be in the present moment. It's all connected. And you can be rest assured that everyone's going through this together. So if we all focus on being grateful and accepting for things as they are and just being in the present moment, we can support each other so much when one of us might be having a falling moment. But I promise if you do a couple of those things, get yourself a schedule, stop scrolling social media and focus on being grateful, you will see at least a little bit of a shift, if not a big one. So everybody be safe out there, you know, get back to the basics, focus on the things that make you feel good and just continue to hold space for yourself and do what you have to do. Thanks so much for being here today, listening to me and holding the space with me. Talk to you guys soon.